welcome. Here you will hear stories of the unknown, tales of the twisted and terrible that have been silenced. The strange and the transcendent, riddles, secrets. As your guides, we will take you on an expedition where the curtain between worlds is torn. This is the farthest reaches. Culturally appropriating. I got to watch him come off, like come on stage playing a bagpipe, and I didn't know I needed that in my life. Yeah. You saw somebody come on stage? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Like, like the, okay. the bagpipes are relevant. <laughs> Why is it wait. irrelevant? I feel like that makes it <laughs> way wait, more wait, interesting. Wait, he came in the bagpipe? Yeah. Yeah, and then he Wait, wait, wait. Did he make noise? <laughs> no, he came in the bagpipe or he arrived in the bagpipe. Like he, he like cut his way out like a fetus, <laughs> like, like a C-section out of the bagpipe. Did, did it make a sound? It was like, like, yeah, what happened? That's exactly what it was. I want to know what his shot sounded like. For all those listening, that's our producer. Yeah. Ben. Well, well, all right. Well, our, I guess. Our stand in producer for today. <laughs> Hello and, and, and welcome, everybody. Uh, hi. How you all doing Sue, out there? What up? The farthest reaches. Mm. I am mm. Brady, and mm. I am joined here today by my ho- co hosts. <laughs> my co host, this guy. Matthew. Yeah, uh-huh. And then this dude over here. Oh, uh, fuck. What's my name? Josh. Josh. Oh, Josh, yeah. Josh. Oh, Josh. 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 <laughs> and then also producing live in studio with us today is producer Ben. Ben! There you go. There you go. He's, he's here. He doesn't have a microphone, but uh, yeah. Thanks for, thanks for Benjamin. joining us. Yeah, Benjamin. 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 Nice. <laughs> very nice. Very cool. Very epic. Um, so yeah, welcome to the show today, yeah. everybody. Um, glad that you're here, all one and a half of you. However many, yeah. Um, Why'd you look at me when you said half? That's exactly why I did it. One and a half. <laughs> oh. One and a half. Uh, so yeah. funny. Mm. <laughs> you, you asked, dude. You I, asked I and I just answered. Before we get into everything today, uh-huh, yeah. go ahead and before. leave us a review on Please, Apple Podcasts. Please, fucking Christ. Give us five stars. Subscribe to us wherever podcasts are found because we're everywhere. Spotify seems to be a big one. I think everybody likes Spotify. According so, to the analytics, um, Spotify is the place Spotify to be. Spotify takes up about half of it. And the other half, well, a quarter of it, I would say, is Apple. Apple and then everything else is the last quarter. So, so. Leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or even on Facebook. Uh, that's a good transition, yeah, too. We're, we're on social media. We're on Facebook. Um, the Farthest Reaches. We have yep, a Facebook we got a group. group. Yeah. Farthest Reaches answer the fucking questions. You won't be let in. Exactly. Exactly. We also have a Twitter at TFR Pod Official. We're trying to be more active on Twitter. Please go there. Give us a follow. Give us a like. Retweets. Whatever. You know, we'd like to get some interactivity there as well. A lot of people stumble across new things on Twitter. Twitter's the happening young place to be. We also uh, not just young. I mean, it, it stretches all across the spectrum. You, you're right. I mean, we got, we got President Trump. I would say like 75 years old. He tweets every he's day. He's pretty man. old. Yeah, he's yeah, pretty. He's yeah. pretty old guy. Yeah, um, we're trying to be more active on social media. We realize we kind of suck at it, but we're trying to get better. We're getting better well, every yeah, day. Yeah, well, when everything's dumped on me, yeah, of course. 
Yeah. Well, yeah. thank you, Matt. Um, we also have an email address. <laughs> we do. What is the should email address? Should I say address? it? Yeah. You, you, you usually say it. Or should I send out like some cryptogram for people to solve? Or? Yeah. So you, dr- it, it, more drink more Ovaltine. Morse yeah. code. Thank you, yeah, Super you Producer Ben. <laughs> What's our email address again? <laughs> and that is. I English. have no fucking clue what that is in Morse. You I hope just somebody called can somebody a cunt. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so okay. Uh, the farthest reaches podcast at gmail.com. I never remember it. Uh, really, you don't remember it? It's literally, literally our name. I can't remember if podcast. podcast. I can't remember if podcast is in it. Well, for some fucking reason, when I typed in the farthest reaches at gmail, it was like, sorry, it's already taken. Cool. Thanks. Uh, thanks, random person. Yeah, whoever that is, I'll never you forgive what, you. I'll give you a Klondike bar if you give us that email address. Oh, fuck that. He doesn't deserve. He, doesn't, <laughs> he or she or it doesn't deserve. But to the proper email address, not that one. The farthest reaches at gmail or podcast. The, but, ah! <laughs> the farthest reaches podcast at gmail.com. If that guy gets any of our emails, Do forward not, it to us. Yeah, yeah. Please, yeah. If, if you're a listening person who has that email address, no. Uh, the farthest reaches podcast at gmail.com. Send us your feet pics. Send us your love mail, your hate mail, your uh, junk mail, your bulk mail, your mail-in ballots whatever man <laughs> it's october it is the spookiest month of all more like shocktober oh, oh, oh i quit yeah i'm out yeah i'm sorry for that yeah it's the uh spocky month spocky don't do that it's just spock monk don't spock monk yeah i like that spock monk welcome to spock monk spunktober spunktober jesus yeah there is no bring out the bagpipe no simp september <laughs> oh, I'm I am totally going to find some sort of bag uh, bagpipe. <laughs> wait, wait, actually, clip I, I, I brought I brought one with me today. You guys want to hear me play the bagpipes? Nope. All right, yeah. Did, uh, what did you guys think? I mean, that was that was pretty good. That was pretty yeah, good. That was impressive. Right? Yeah, thanks. Um, yeah, I think I'd give it a, a C plus minus D. C for uh. <laughs> <laughs> Cool. Anyway, now that we've gone through, I'm always that... impressed you kept that under your shirt. Yeah, I know. What well... is tits? Hmm. Oh, cool. <laughs> <laughs> what are we talking about today besides bagpipes? Well, before I say that, mm. I have to you know reassure everybody that we are mm. talking about hauntings for this entire <gasps> month. Ooh. Hauntings, Ooh. whether it's ghosts or demons or. Whatever Zach Bagans from Ghost Avengers wants it to be. Wait, what is it about? Hauntings. <laughs> Sorry, I just wanted to do that one more time. I'm going to change it to Huntings, and I'm just going to fucking start hunting him. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. Yeah. I agree. Yeah, yeah. So, okay. If you out there listening right now have some kind of experience with a haunting, like I said, whether it was a ghost or maybe it's a demon, Email us. Are your hands we, possessed? We, we said, we said the email plenty of fucking times. Okay, so just type out your story. Okay, send it to. Why are you laughing? <laughs> Super producer Ben, this is his first day here, and it might just be his laugh. He's just completely derailing everything. That's all right though. I appreciate it. I appreciate what's going on over there. But yeah, we've already had one submission. Yep, and it was a pretty good story. Was pretty it? Good Wait, story. we had a submission. I, we yep. did. We Why don't you guys tell me things? You should just know, Brady. You I should, should probably check the email, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. you probably. Should, you should. You probably, probably. I don't think I've logged into the email since we made it. <laughs> I'll never see what you send, but I'm sure these guys will, so that's good. This is what it feels like to be a one-man podcast. Just it, saying. Yeah. <laughs> so, if you, if you got some story out there, whether it involves you or involves a friend or whomever, really, send it our way. You know, let us know if we can use your name, whether it be you know, full name or your 
just your first name doesn't matter. We can hide identities. Pseudonym. No, no addresses. Yeah. yeah, sure, pseudonym. But yeah, email us. Let us know. We're gonna try and do a like bonus episode for this month uh, of people like listeners' emails. Bonus. Yeah. Of spooky stuff that you can't just go on the internet and find. No, this is like homegrown almost. Some would call it original content. Unless they've posted yeah. it online somewhere. Don't do Shut that. Shut up. Don't S- that. sign over the rights to your stories and your email address. Yeah, just delete it, it off the internet. Yeah. How hard is just that? Just give it to us. Let us have the rights. And yeah, we'll make all the. Well, we don't make any money, but if there's any money to be made, we'll make it and we'll cut you out. No, I'm, I'm just joking. They weren't supposed to know that. Oh, sorry. Sorry. I, I revealed our nefarious plan. No, I'm just kidding. Send us our stuff, though. Send us your stuff, though. We're interested. It's yours. They were supposed to think that, you know, we had lions and we drove Bentleys and we went to Mars and Jupiter. We have money, Brady, but you oh, yeah. fucking ruined it. Oh, yeah. Uh, I mean, no, guys, we're, like, very, very rich, very wealthy. Yeah. yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. we're, we record this. We've been telling you we're in Ohio. We're actually in a penthouse in New York City. We're in Trump Tower in New York City. <laughs> <laughs> tweeting. We're tweeting. We're tweeting right now. No. But uh, but anyway. We're in the basement, but it still counts. It still counts. Yeah. I mean, like, <laughs> I can see the boiler. There's a bunch of people tied up down here. Some sort of human trafficking <laughs> shit. I They're don't know. Shoveling coal. Yeah. In there. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. I feed them about, like, I don't know, a fish head per yeah, day. Yeah. That's all they get. There you go. Fish heads, man. Got to treat them fair, They're right? very nutritious. Saying. There's a lot of vitamins in fish heads. Uh, is there? I don't know. Maybe. I know like animal organs are actually pretty nutritious. Fish oils. Good for you. Yeah. <laughs> He's like fish yeah. oils. <laughs> get those for you. Omega threes. There's our tip. Everybody get your omega threes in. You don't want a lot of omega sixes. Omega sixes aren't good. Are there Welcome any, are there the there any alphas? Podcast. There's a bunch of omegas. I'm are there alpha. any alphas? I'm an alpha. All right. So to get this train back on the rails, because fucking Christ. Hey, it was Ben from the beginning. <laughs> so to start this spooky month with the first episode of a haunting that we have uh well besides waverly uh this october povilia povilia the fuck you call povilia? me povilia 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 in italy it's an island i was gonna say it sounds italian it right. either of you heard of that povilia italy no, mm. I've heard of Italy. Uh, oh, that's good. Um, <laughs> they have like Spagooter there and stuff, right? <laughs> Spagooter. <laughs> you guys remember like the old trick and like the Xbox parties? What's the shape of Italy? Italy and somebody boot. says a boot and you kick them from the party. Yeah. <laughs> I honestly never knew that. Oh yeah, uh, that, that was, was the a, that was the fifth. No, not the fifteen. It was like the fourteen-year-old joke at the time. Yeah, it was. Fifteen-year-olds are very. It bad. was a good way to have fun with a friend that you what didn't you really do? like, and they'd enter the party and be like, oh hey, "Oh hey, guys, what's going on?" You're like, "Hey, what's the uh, shape of it?" And they're like, "Oh, it's a boot." And then you kick them, and then you put the been party, party chat party. Hmm. private. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I was never on Xbox Live. Really. Like, I hate people. It's almost like you have somebody specific in mind when you're saying that, but well, let's not say names. <laughs> no, you know. Wow. All right. How's your how's your beverage from McDonald's sponsored? And that's why I ask for no ice. Do you think ice grows on trees? How fucking hard? <laughs> no, I think it grows in the clouds. I guess it well, does. Well, I mean, it kind of does. <laughs> yeah. Wait, 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 guys. I mean, you're right. So clouds are just <laughs> giant ice bushes in the sky. <laughs> Ice, but somebody, somebody call National Geographic yeah. or somebody. Yeah, yeah, and what it hails, is just the sky squirrels running yeah, across yeah. The, the clouds. It's exactly what's happening. <laughs> I think we've started like our own like folk Would you religion. call it an ice bush? <laughs> an ice bush. I feel like the hail would be like if someone's up there mowing it. That's just all the grass trimming shading. The hedge, yeah. Yeah, trimming the hedges. Is, uh, is an ice bush what Elsa has? Oh, my God. 
Moving That's a kid's on. film. <laughs> Moving You're sick. On. Yeah, that was just way too much for this podcast. Oh, right? yeah, that that was. I might have to cut that. <laughs> this has been all over the place. Let's <laughs> let's get back on track. So, Pavilia in Italy with yeah, the spaguter and, and mert balls. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I will say that this uh, shares some resemblance to like Waverly Hills. It's oh, almost, it's almost it's like got a call- ghosts. It's almost like a callback to it. Is there going to be tuberculosis here? (laughs) (laughs) So what I'm going to do for this is basically I'm going to have like almost like two separate timelines. I'm going to talk one about it's kind of normal history like you would, like the founding of it, what had happened hundreds of years ago. And then the other one I'm going to talk about the ghostly build up to it. Okay. And at some point they'll kind of join. Converge, if you will. I mean, I feel like, you know, I feel like it's good to give the history of the buildings because, I mean, it kind of explains why it's haunted and all that crap well it's funny you say that because while i was writing this up it dawned on me that even when you watch like ghost adventures or ghost hunters or any of those shows like that or if you're looking into the lore of something when it's like a haunting it's like even an article it's primarily like half if not three quarters of the history of what went down yeah and then like the ending of it's like oh yeah there's some ghosts that run around here and they make footstep noises and they scream well, yeah, because I mean, yeah, because I mean, who's I mean, like it could be like a random house and be like, oh yeah, it's haunted, but why is it haunted? I want to know why it's haunted. Yeah, exactly. Like I mean, what happened? So yeah, I mean, like um, last night I think Ghost Adventures was on, and I was just watching it in the background now and then, and like half hour, forty minutes in is like when they actually start investigating yeah. stuff out of the hour. And I'm just like, huh, I don't know, just something that dawned on me. So what I'm saying is that primarily this is going to be almost like a history lesson. <laughs> Says the guy that reads anything about Nazi Germany that he can. <laughs> World War II is really interesting. Okay? It is. Let's calm down. Yeah, and so is Spagoot. Yeah. Well, I knew about Spagooter in Italy because of World War II history. So Spagooty man. <laughs> I wouldn't even know what Italy is. But. Okay. All, right. All right. So, Pavilia, Italy is a small island. It's actually one of 166 islets, and it's around 17 islets? acres in Size. Billy really? Eyelids? Really? I got, <laughs> seriously, I got like 12 words in and you already cut me off. Because <laughs> you said eyelids. 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 Fucking dumbass. Yeah, do you not know what an eyelid is? Nah, I just felt like being an asshole to Matt. Yeah, of course you do. <laughs> Please continue, Matt. So this small island is located between Venice and Lido. Okay, and I actually in, know where that's at. Oh, how about there you that? Go. It's, in, it's in that little boot. So, well, no, it's not in the boot at all. No, no it's, it's not. It's, I know. It's, 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 it's up there like you have like, I Google Where mapped Austria it. Austria is, and then you have like Italy, and you have the little island of Venice, and then and then you have like the Balkans there to the east. It's, there you go. It's literally Look like at a globe, folks. Very- <laughs> I mean, the Earth is flat, but look at a globe. <laughs> <laughs> look at a frisbee. <laughs> okay, hold on. Yes, I don't know like any manufacturers that are that make frisbees, but they need to make one of the Earth on a frisbee just to get that point across. I'm sure that exists. If not, check out the brand new, as of us looking this up to see if it exists, the brand new Farthest Reaches shop. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 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 So, anyway. so yeah, it's located between Venice and Lido in the Venetian Lagoon, northern Italy, and there is a small canal that actually divides the island into two separate parts. However, if you look at it, picture google maps whatever it just almost look just at look it. at it <laughs> well i mean you literally just look at it and it seems to be in three separate parts at least now back then no and that is because there is this 
octagon there, this octagonal piece of land that someone came in later and uh, actually built a, a built a fort. Oh my God, is this Dana White's Fighter Island? Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so shout out to with, Dana. We know he's a big fan of the podcast. Yeah. So I will say, with this little octagonal piece, it almost looks like like a Wi-Fi signal, like on your phone. It oh, looks really? like it looks like the octagon, like the bottom here, and then like two like pieces, almost like frowns above it, just to give you an idea of what this island looks like. Or is it Spotify mm. Island? Oh yeah, Ooh. yeah, it could be. <laughs> But it's, it's not on. Oh, is it it's on an angle? Yeah, it depends on how you look at it. it. Could be on an angle. Yeah. When I was pointed that out by Spotify or whoever with Spotify's pointed uh, icon, I was severely pissed. Mm. Did you know that, Brady? If you look at the icon on Spotify, it's actually just slightly tilted, and it'll drive you nuts. See, it didn't drive me nuts. Like that was like one of the first things I noticed. And for I guess for some reason it just didn't really like. I just don't look at it. Me. I unlock my phone. I go. <laughs> What does this have to do with anything? Oh, my God. I'm describing the island. People are listening to us on Spotify. That's what it has to do okay, with it. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. Yeah. So just so you know, it's not exactly like the Spotify icon. We're trying to get sponsored mm. by Spotify. Leave us alone. Okay, yeah. Say, so give us a bigger deal than you gave Joe Rogan. I'm Please. So appearing mm. on this island are the remains of a church, hospital, and then there are some smaller structures that would seem to be for staff housing and quite possibly other administrative purposes. People will speculate that due to the alleged haunting atmosphere or perhaps the heavy presence of tragedy that befell the island throughout its history is the reason why visitors aren't allowed to travel to the island, but it would seem that the answer is much more mundane in which visitation is just strictly prohibited. Italy just says, do not go. Now, why is that? Maybe perhaps it's history that's been a little gory and dark at times or just like, nah, don't worry about it. But I'm not quite sure. Honestly, I don't know. I don't talk to Italy. Are you guys not on speaking terms? Somebody get them on the line. Are you are you not on speaking terms? Ben, right call them. Yeah, Ben. Producer Ben. <laughs> collect, collect call. Yeah. Got it. So even though some photographers and uh television shows like can anybody guess? The one with douche right. <laughs> What'd you say? What? <laughs> I agree, the price is right. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Uh, yeah. One no. with uh, Zach. Zach, Zach without big, a C, yeah. yeah. Ghost Adventures. Yeah. Ghost Adventures has been there. Zach carried the ring to Mordor Baggins. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but it, I would Bains. say... Oh, sorry. I would say perhaps <laughs> in combination with maybe the dark history that it had and the fact that now it's a World Heritage Site, according to the uh, UNESCO, the United uh, Nationals Education Scientific and Cultural Organization, that's probably why people can't visit it i would absolutely agree yeah you're up there pretty so yeah no that, that makes sense because historical preservation in europe is a pretty big thing um yeah. i remember i was in uh france for a wedding a few years ago um and the we, we were we visited like the, the groom's like family's house yeah like in yeah. the city and everything we were in southern france and montpellier um and they were telling us that like the, the historical preservation is very serious about buildings there. For example, they wanted to get their shutters on their windows replaced, and they had to find the original manufacturer of those shutters that were manufactured in like eighteen hundred something yeah, like oh my that. God. If you can't find it, then you need to find go to an approved vendor that can make a historical recreation. Uh, you can't put new electrical outlets in buildings or anything like I they, did they know revise that. Well, the electrical code. Like they'll go back and change like insulation yeah. to make it safe. Well, and but, you got to think too, like. Over in Europe, like when they talk about old, like they have it's castles and old. shit yeah. that's like thousands of years old. But like here, we're like, oh, and it's like 
80 years old. Yeah. Yeah, we just have a fucking big mound that looks like a snake. And we're like, damn, dirt. <laughs> damn, that's pretty lit. Yeah, but no, they're pretty serious about it. Yeah. There. You can't just, Did you can't you even it? just like plop down a new, like you, you can't even build in certain areas. You can't even build like a new house. Yeah. Did you right? go to the catacombs? No. I, I, wonder, I wonder if that's uh, on the UNESCO site or World Heritage site. What do you think? Catacombs. I, think, I mean, I know they're common, but I, yeah, I wonder. Yeah, well, I know, like, some of the, well, there are tours that go through some of the uh, catacombs, but I know mm -hmm. there are parts of the catacombs that you aren't allowed to enter. Oh, really? Yeah. So, the island's beginnings, um, they're a little hard to pinpoint, and the start of habitation is up for debate, but the earliest appearance of Pavilia is in the Chronicles of 421, which is actually in print from a church in Rialto, and it acted as a safe haven from invasion by Alaric the Goth and Attila the Hun during the fall of the Roman Empire. However, Pavilia might have been populated long before that time, as historical records indicate that a group of Proto-Italians, uh, I think the Ugani is how it's uh, pronounced. Proto-Italians. Yeah. I, like, I just like the sound of that. That sounds... Yeah, it doesn't. Sounds it like, yeah. nice. Rolls all the tongue. Yeah. It, uh, it says it was first inhabited... Um, or excuse me, they first inhabited the Veneto region as early as 2000 BCE, quite possibly. Mm. And this is according to the Worcester Polytechnic Institute. Before Epichrist. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so becoming one of the first international, financial, and cultural centers from the 9th to the 14th century, Venice uh, was its own city-state, and it had trade yep. routes all throughout Europe, oh, yeah. and is believed by some historians to have been a contributor, if not the main contributor, of Renaissance culture and art. Oh, yeah. No, Venice was a powerhouse uh, yeah. during the Renaissance era. Absolutely. Tons of money, tons of trade, tons yep. of all that. Yep. yep. They were they were definitely uh, yeah, a powerhouse. There's no other way to put it. it uh, by, by what you said with uh, the wealth there, it says, yeah, a large portion of their wealth was due to fishing, shipping, and trade, which oh, yeah. for a city that basically has no roads and is just... you It's an island, you, I mean, yeah. Yeah, you go with a little fucking boat all throughout it. Well, yeah. yeah, and they actually had like other other islands too, like within like the Mediterranean too, like at the at, like the peak of their power, like uh, Crete was... Oh, yeah, you know, yeah. Island, yep. Crete, Crete was part of Venice. They were the some, Minotaur. Some more of uh, islands like in the Aegean Sea that were part of uh, Venice as well. So... Yeah, that's pretty interesting. And I guess another interesting tidbit of like uh, Venetian history, if we're going to talk about that a little bit. Um, sure, I'll close the laptop. You go ahead, oh, buddy. It's, yeah, no, it's sorry. I just wanted to hop in on this. Okay, so, sorry. I want to know. Yeah, so uh, so you know, like the the Byzantine Empire, right? Like the Eastern yep. Roman Empire. So is it Byzantine? That was Byzantine. It doesn't matter. Byzantine but I was is curious. always what I've heard. Okay, Eastern Roman Empire, whatever you want to. Tomato, 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 whatever. Byzantine. Basil. <laughs> oh, the, the, so the Ovaltine Empire. <laughs> Himalayas. Yeah, yeah, Himalayas, exactly. Mm. Um, so there was like, there was like the Fourth Crusade, I think it was, was what it was. And, you know, they had, the, they, there was another crusade for like the Holy Land and everything like that. But the Venetians went up to Constantinople and basically sacked Constantinople, you know, took a bunch of treasure, burned down a lot of things. Um I can't, I can't remember why that happened. I don't know if they got diverted off. Or there was a long rivalry between the Byzantines and the Venetians, I believe. Mm -hmm. or not the Venetians, but Venice. Uh, but uh, so, th so that happened. That, that You can kind of attribute that to the fall of the Byzantine Empire, too, because not too shortly after that, the, the Seljuk Turks or the Ottoman Turks, yeah. which you know would become the Ottoman Empire, same region and everything, they came in not too long after that. So a lot of people will greatly attribute the fall of the Byzantine Empire and the rise of the Ottoman Empire to... The Fourth Crusade in Venice. 
oh. sacking Constantinople. So there you go, another little piece of interesting history. Speaking of the Crusades, yeah. not too long ago, I can't remember where, but I think they discovered a, uh, a crypt or something underground with some Templars. Where? I can't fucking remember where it was at, but they discovered like, some bodies like, of like it. Like in Virginia? No, no, no. Have you ever heard that theory? Sorry. No, I feel like I we're have. totally getting off the rails. No, but, you're right, but I yeah. have. Uh, but no, this was a, across the seas in Europe somewhere. Might have been Italy for all I know. But yeah, they said they discovered some bodies cool. and, and some weapons with it to kind of cement the idea that, oh yeah, these were Templars. Oh, yeah. Of what they were wearing in the, the, That's awesome. the weapons they had. Yeah, welcome to the history. The history yeah. podcast now, from the now, farthest reaches. D- disclaimer. Uh, Maybe not everything I said was 100% accurate in that statement, but I, We're that's, not the history I, that's the way I roughly remember. Oh, you're not going to so, write a book? I, I could, but I wouldn't be bringing any new information or original information. I would buy that book. <laughs> yeah. Just to send you a video of me burning it. Ooh. That's okay. You know what? I respect that. That's probably, <laughs> if I write a book, that's probably what you should do with it. So, <laughs> Okay, so supposedly around 864 CE, um, which is the beginning of my aforementioned statement of 9th to 14th century, this is around the beginning of that. So the governor, or Doge, was killed, and 200 of his slaves had fled to the island and presumably uh, presumably led quiet lives. Now, during the Chiogia War with Genoa that began in 1379, which is the aforementioned statement of the 14th century. Yeah, yeah. You like how that's all connecting? Genoa was another trade power like in at the time as well. Did Genoa? Did wow. you know what? <laughs> Moving on. Yeah. Officials forced the residents of Pavilia Island to move to a different island in the Venetian Lagoon. And then uh, they built the octagonal fort and turned Pavilia into an armed location with naval artillery to strictly control the lagoon. And Napoleon Bonaparte would later come in 1797 and conquer that city. The man, the myth, the legend. Yeah, that's like ringing a, that's in like a at four foot nine. Josh ancestor and a wet towel. <laughs> oh, <what? laughs> Napoleon. That was like some Is epic that one rep battles. Yeah, 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 yeah. Maybe it was. I don't know. Now, obviously, I talked a little bit about just the plain old history of Venice and such, and Brady knew about it. But the lesser known with Venice, is uh, that it played a huge role in the world of public health. I knew that. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm sorry. They said you wouldn't know that, so I bleeped them. Oh, uh, Actually, right, I didn't know anything about they that. They said, so. Brady... Blank. <laughs> blank, blank. Blank, blank, blank. <laughs> Go blank yourself. <laughs> <laughs> wouldn't know shit. <clears throat> shit about shit. So the yep. bubonic plague. Yeah. We're all familiar with that, right? Man. That's, that's where a bunch of boobs were around. I feel like we all know a little bit about plagues now. Yeah. I think, I think we might have more of an understanding than anybody in recent history. What episode was it that we were doing and we were like, yeah, the more we did this, the more we were like, this is kind of fitting for the time. Was it the vampire incident? I yeah, was. It, it, was, it was. Yeah. I did the same with this. As I was creating it, I was like, wow, this has a lot to deal with. Kind of like what's going on now. Not planned. I promise. Synchronicities. Don't you fucking say that word. <laughs> The numbers, Mason, what do they mean? The Oxford Dictionary, whoever the fuck is in control of that Webster, whatever, needs to remove the word synchronicities. I am so fucking sick and tired of hearing that. Wow. Synchronicities. It seems like All right. be a very particular thing to have. All right, a, if we're, uh... we're going to do this, I'll just go with Tainter again. Oh, God. Yep. Right, you I started apologize. it. That's good boy. Good boy. So, okay, the bubonic <laughs> plague, or Black Death. It first struck Italy in 1347 in Sicily, and it had spread to Venice by 1348. The plague was transferred uh, to humans by flea bites. And now the fleas mm-hmm. would travel on rats, which in return would travel all throughout Europe's trade routes. 
Ooh, you're literally sitting up for this. Yeah, no, it's 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 just an interesting contribution from like when I was talking about like the Ottomans earlier. Um, so like Otto from Rocket Power. Yeah, like Otto from Rocket Power. Yep, that little dude. Yeah. yeah. So, wiggity, wiggity, wiggity. so one of the interesting things the Ottomans would do. Um, they, they're like one of the. Oh wait, not, no, it wasn't the Ottomans. Sorry. Ah, you got me. It wasn't the Ottomans. It was the Mongols. It was the Mongols. <laughs> Everybody knows the Mongols. We do. Yeah, they're. Thank really you, thank you, Ghost of Tsushima. We all know the Mongols now. Very interesting yeah. group of people. Absolutely, like their history is like amazing. Definitely dig more into it. But uh, they did some of the first like biological warfare ever. So the bu- bubonic plague originated from the Asian steppe, which is like where the Mongols are from. They're, like middle of Asia. It's basically like the Great Plains of Asia. Um, and when they were put making their push westward into Europe and everything like to, to Russia and like Poland, you know, th- those countries didn't exist at the time, but yeah. what the, where those regions are now, just to give you a visualization, uh, when they would siege, uh, like castles and forts and things like mm-hmm. that, they would take, uh, the dead people that had bubonic plague and died of bubonic plague of the black death. And they put them in catapults and launched them over the walls <laughs> into the cities to, uh, to help like, in the siege by making everybody That's sick. fucking metal, man. Yeah, that they were the first ones to ever commit any sort of what like a badass album like, cover art that right? would be. Mm-hmm. So they would do that, and yeah, so that's 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 fairly interesting. That kind of ties into like, uh, uh, just everything interesting about like the Silk Road and like because that's that's how everything that's how the Bionic Plague traveled. It was the ships, but it was also it was every all the trade coming through Asia at the time. Mm-hmm. And kind of interesting is like the Ottoman Empire and a lot of like the uh, at the time like a lot of the 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 Islamic powers in the Middle East kind of, they, they, they like, I guess they like heavily taxed and made a lot of money on people trying to trade throughout routes. So that's actually why the Europeans went about uh, looking for another path to uh, the Americas too. So just a little extra history. I love that whole catapult. Bo- Man, who thought yeah. of that? Which one of them's like, hey, why don't we just fucking <laughs> toss that fucker back? That just yeah. reminds me like the uh, scene from Return of the King. Where they release the prisoners and it's just a bunch of like severed heads. Yep, yep. Yeah. Yeah, that was cool. So after, of course, 1347 and 1348, the plague would hit Venice again in 1575, 1577, and lastly in 1630. But this was also in combination with cholera. So roughly half of the Venetian population succumbed to death and a third of all of Europe's population. Yep. So unknowing that infection from bacteria was possible at that time, mm-hmm. they did know that the illness was contagious. So Venetians set up areas which ships, both coming and going, would lend their crew to be subjected to an inspection for symptoms of the bubonic plague. The crew and cargo would be isolated for a certain amount of time, and during this waiting period, they would be observed for any contagions. Now, a medical inspector would look for signs of plague by examining passengers' tongues and feeling for bubonic swellings under their armpits. This duration of isolation was for 40 days, which in Italian is Quaranta Giorni, I will yep. say, and that is where we derive the word quarantine from. Yep. How about that? I did know that. <laughs> so supposedly the reason why 40 days is it would take about 37 days for someone to die from the Black Death. Have we ever talked on this show about the old, the, so the pre-germ theory of uh, miasma, miasma? Yeah, not, not asthma. Miasma? No, but. Are you familiar with this? vaguely just because the Black Dahlia Murder has an album called Miasma, and I wonder okay. what the fuck that word meant yeah. where it came from, but I can't quite remember. So pre They have a song called Contagion on that, by the way. That makes sense. Good song. Pre-germ theory, the, the belief was bad smells would give you diseases. So you know like the classic plague doctor mask, how they have like the crow yeah. like with the long beak? 
they would put, and I think we talked about this on our first episode ever too, when we were uh, doing the uh, yeah, they would put uh, like the Waverly Hills herbs. And they stuff. would put herbs and fruits and a lot of sweet smelling things because they believed it was the smell, the the, the bad smells that would make you sick. Which once again, it was it's another case of you know, I brought this up before where we don't fully understand something, yep. but there, but it, it, sometimes it works. And that's another one of those things where it's like, okay, well, it's not the smell, but usually, you know, if, if something's like decomposing, for example, there's yeah. a lot of bacteria and everything like that. And then that could make you sick. So yeah. you know, tangentially, I haven't used that word in a long time. Tangentially though, that, that does work. Like, it doesn't work. It doesn't work for the reason they think it yeah. works, but it still is functional. Right. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, the, the whole miasma theory, uh, that, that was just another thing that came to mind since we were talking about the, the black death and everything. So these areas that were set up on several islands to house the possibly infected, uh, infected were called lazarettos. Um, and as those emerging had me- metaphorically risen from the dead, as you would say. Just want to say it's a kick-ass and Jack White song. Yeah. Lazaretto. Wasn't that the album, too? Was that the name of the album? I, I thought the name of the album was... It could be. I, I, Maybe I it was Lazaretto. I, I can't remember. Jack White. But great, great song, at least. Um, but it was named after, of course... Uh, the biblical Lazarus, you know, mm-hmm. how he returned from the dead. Returned from the dead. So these uh, Lazarettos were used as quarantine facilities, plague hospitals, cemeteries, and depots for the disinfection and destruction of infected goods. Anyone that was thought to be infected was removed from society and brought to one of these Lazarettos. Now, unfortunately, many people didn't even have the disease, but were sent there. And of course, once you're there, more or less, you're going to eventually contract the plague. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I mean, these people, they would just be going to lunch, fucking choking a chip, <coughs> and they'd be like, ah, fucking send him, he's gone. <laughs> no, I'm serious. That's unfortunately well, how it went sometimes. If you if you want to draw a parallel of people that wouldn't be sick, that would get I can sick draw a otherwise. parallel if you really want me to. Yeah. I mean, you have like what happened like in the nursing homes here in the United States where they sent people back to the nursing homes that were actually sick with COVID too. Yep. And then that spread to other people and it caused a lot of people and maybe it wouldn't have died to, to yep, die. Exactly. So, no, that's, you know, so many, so many things, so many synchronicities. Yep. Um, <laughs> but yeah. My life oh, is a joke. I'm sorry. You don't like that word? How many times did we have to deal with your tainter bullshit? I, I don't know what you mean. What are you talking about? So, as the bubonic plague became increasingly dangerous, the plague doctor was born, just like Brady has said. Miasma. So, the skilled doctors that were around the area, they actually mostly fled, um, or they were perished by the disease. So, European cities would scramble to hire medical help to stop the spread of disease and ease the suffering of those afflicted by the plague. Replacements came in uh, the form of Medico della Peste, or the plague doctor. And these men were mostly mediocre doctors, but many weren't even doctors at all. Better doctor than you. That's true. I can cut you open, but I can't put you back. Yeah. Can I just say <laughs> I can I, take things out. I can't put them in. I love the Italian language so much. Medico della Peste? Just their names for your stuff. Spaguter. That just sounds like, yeah, some sort of, I don't know, pasta dish they just serve mm, you. Uh, you would think food. Well, yeah, I would. You're exactly correct. <laughs> I'm not going to wrong you on that. So these imposters were, of course, seeking profit and uh, reaping the benefits of death. These plague doctors would go on to become a symbol of death and a powerful image that solemnly reflects this horrifying era. And they were fucking right. Reaping the benefits of death. That sounds like a metal song or something. That can be on that album with the Mongols. Yeah. Throwing the bubonic plague victims back over. Ooh, ooh. Yeah. Lead single. Look out, folks. So duties of the plague doctor range from applying treatments to sufferers of the plague, counting the dead, and performing autopsies. That's pretty nice. 
performing an autopsy when you have literally no idea what the fuck's going on. <laughs> just fucking <laughs> cut them open, like just rip yeah. the heart out, rip the heart out, and be like, "Oh, this guy died because there's no heart." <laughs> <laughs> That's what I would do. That's what yep. I would do. I'd get that C plus minus. Cool. Yeah, <laughs> yeah this, he's dead. This man. Has died. Have you uh have you tried poking <laughs> him with a stick yet? <laughs> it's funny you said that. I, I thought Josh, I thought about like, no, why is this man deceased? Like, cause he's deceased. <laughs> because he's dead. <laughs> he died because he's deceased. He's deceased because he's no longer living. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that sounds right. So their relationship to death made them very intimidating figures. Uh, but what transformed them into the true side of terror was the Plague Doctor costume. And, of course, the most iconic piece of that is their mask. You know, they had um, light waxed fabric overcoats. They had glass eye openings. Um, the beaks, like you were saying, Brady, of yep. course, they held uh, sweet smells. I mean, they could ho- hold uh, flowers, dried flowers like roses or carnations. No, And, and it's it's continuing that, like, things that work not for the reason that you believe, right? Because... Uh, current like medical professionals with the uh, the coronavirus stuff, uh, you know they're wearing N95 masks. They're covering their nose and they're covering their mouths, and they also wear face shields. So they'll have like a giant piece of plastic in front of their face too. To so it's the same thing. Like the goggles, you know, it keeps like anything from getting in their eyes because any yeah. sort of like open tissue like that, like your eyes or through your nose or whatever, you can yep. you, you can you it's a pathway for disease to any disease. Doesn't doesn't matter. Well, I mean. In some cases, it matters. You know, certain diseases can't, but you, yeah, you know, of course, specifics, you know, whatever. But yeah, yeah. So they would also have herbs like mint. Yep. They would have spices. Um, and they might even have a vinegar sponge lodged in that damn beak. Vinegar does not smell sweet. No, it doesn't. I think that'd probably be my last resort. Oh, Brady, you're out of coffee? Or do you got a little I bit less? Yeah, sip. Think that'll make it another hour? Yeah, I'm, I'm good. <laughs> I'm feeling, I'm feeling Dude, great, man. I've, I've been, been up, alive. I've been up all night. What do you mean? Like As you didn't in, go to sleep? I've been a, I did not go to sleep. You didn't, what the? Why didn't you go to sleep? Well, usually when I get home from work, I'll take like a couple hour nap. Yeah. And then I'll just have to go back to bed nine or ten o'clock for the. And I I do it no problem. It's fine. But for whatever reason, last night or yesterday, I took my nap, woke up, and I just started doing stuff down here. Before I knew it, it was like midnight, and she's like, "You gonna stay up all fucking night?" I'm like, "You kidding? Hell no!" And I look at it, and it's five o'clock. He messages me, Mister Super Producer Ben. And before I know it, it's eight fifty nine, and here he is showing up my uh, my door, and now here it is at fucking twelve thirty. Super producer Ben, ben. super producer Ben, licks nuts. We gotta we 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 gotta get super producer Ben a mic. I was just thinking. I mean, there is a mic right there. It's just not plugged in. Yeah. They were like, "How do you know he's dead?" He's just like poking him in the eye. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. He's just well. The last thing I want to say is that those plague doctors would carry canes so they didn't have to touch the victims. Poke it with a stick. Some things never change. I'm just imagining someone being a little bit out of reach, and they have that cane, and they're like, Hey! 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 Come here! And then they just throw the cane, and they're like, Can you kick that back over here? (laughs) Don't pick it up! No, no, no! Don't touch it! Just just, stop! All right. Now I'm going to beat you with this cane. (laughs) He, he just rolls out that paper and goes, deceased. Deceased. He's going to kill him. <laughs> you know what? This says no because you're a peasant and you can't read, but it's not going well, to be good for you. <laughs> it's not going to be great. So, so many people died at these locations, uh, both patients and doctors, that cemeteries became inefficient. Large, quote-unquote, plague pits 
were created to store many people at once. Just say so you no. Know, that'd be a good, another great song Plague for pit. that album, Plague Pits. Yeah, I agree. The first established Lazaretto was Lazaretto Vecchio. Built in 1423, and an estimated 10,000 people would make their way to the island with only about a fourth of them returning. Yikes. At one point in its history, Lazaretto Vecchio was operated as a leprosarium, which obviously is people that had leprosy. Well, it housed people that had leprosy. Yep. Then archaeologists in 2004 began excavating the island and since then have unearthed more than 1,500 skeletons of plague victims. And these skeletons, uh, they have been exhumed from both individual graves as well as mass graves. Thousands more are estimated to exist, and this assumption comes from a 16th century report that death tolls reached 500 people a day at one point. On occasions, these lazarettos were even used as prisons in their later days. And then after waves of the plague had slowed through Venice and centuries had passed, these lazarettos had fallen into disrepair. But since Venice still needed quarantine facilities, they decided to not worry about the other two. And I say two because, well, I shouldn't say that. I should say that uh, I didn't talk about the other one just because it basically operated the same as Lazaretto Vecchio. But there was a third one that was established, and that was Lazaretto Nuovissimo. And that would be built on the island of Pavelia in 1808. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> so now no longer a real threat in 1808, the plague was still at least a concern. To uh, backtrack just a little bit now, in 1776, the island of Pavelia came under the jurisdiction of the Magistrato Alasanita, which is the public health office. And it became the new checkpoint for all goods and people coming to and going from Venice by ship. So it moved from the one lazaretto to the other. And in 1793 and 1799, there were several cases of the plague on two ships. A headstone was actually recorded during these times that roughly reads, 1793, do not dig. Those who suffered contagion in life lie here. Don't open dead inside. Don't open dead inside. (laughs) This role of becoming a quarantine facility became permanent in 1805 under the rule of Napoleon Bonaparte which is, of course, three years later before they uh, established the Lazaretto. Uh, he also converted the church that I aforementioned yeah. into a lighthouse. And uh, the island was used as a quarantine station from 1793 until the Lazaretto closed its doors in 1814. And in 1814, the island was sold to the Magistrates of Maritime Sanitation, which built the structures that still stand today on the island. Their purpose was to house sailors, passengers, and their goods during quarantine. So from 1831 now to 1837, there was an epidemic of cholera in Venice. I hate cauliflower. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God damn. That was like the dumbest, but one of the funniest things I've heard all day. Yeah, what I'm are sorry. you going to call her? Call her, uh, what, bitch? Am I going to have to drop the C word again? Nobody, you ever, uh, nobody say anything. I just make them feel stupid. Yeah. I have to poop. So it has been documented that from 1831 to 1832, there was as many as 702 ships held up at Pavilia, and 49 of which were found to carry cholera. For years to come, this station would also have participants that were criminals and women that had quote-unquote misbehaved or acted out in a way that their male counterpart did not want them to. It is said that there were so many deaths amongst the Lazarettos that not only did they need giant pits dug to hold the numerous bodies, but that many more corpses were incinerated, and that human ash actually covers the island. 
50% of the soil on Pavilia is allegedly human ash. Holy crap. Metal. No way. Which supposedly uh. there are thriving vineyards on the island since ash. I'm not, oh, it's like great fertilizer, right? Yeah. It is. I'm yeah. not sure what kind of ash can... I'm not sure if it's all ash or just certain like wood ash or what for grapes, but I do know, just like you said, yeah. ash works as a fertilizer for yeah. grapes. Man. That, that can be also another song. That's... God, over here, we just got that skin cells everywhere. Yeah, yeah. You know, I kind of want to find a bottle of wine from there now. I wouldn't mind getting some wine from Italy. Fuck yeah. I mean, the uh, extreme metal band, Flesh God Apocalypse, they sell their own wine. Mm. Genoa. Dan Genoa. A D Genoa. <laughs> <laughs> Dan Aykroyd sells his own uh, vodka? vodka. Yeah. <laughs> the Crystal Skull Vodka. I actually have one of those. <laughs> no shit, really? Uh -huh. That's awesome. He seems like a crazy person, but that's awesome. Oh, okay. yeah. Kind of does. He's, he's a, like, if you guys haven't, like, checked out, like, his, like, his stories with, like, the UFO, like, UFOs oh, and yeah, all he's, that. He's a wild oh, guy. Dude, he's fucking huge. He's, very, he's been on Joe Rogan. He's pretty yeah. cool. He's a pretty cool guy. But don't worry. The, the, the vodka does not have any... Uh, any glycogen in it so that's that's all that matters every, every interview i've ever seen with him talking about that vodka is like it has no glycogen in it i'm like should it not should it have it like what what like does it need it does it not need it what i don't know man so now just to to go over what i've been talking about here we have this island amongst of course other islands that have seen its incredibly fair share of death tragedy misery throughout centuries now we've had uh, wars go on the chiagia war or whatever you pronounce that we've seen uh, napoleon bonaparte come in and just fucking take it over we've had um supposedly human pits sure mass graves are believable mm -hmm. for, yeah very oh, believable yeah. well they um, thought they, they thought in the early days of the coronavirus outbreak that uh, iran was digging mass graves for you know, and who knows? Oh, really? Who knows if that's disease, political dissidents, and then using who, who knows? But yeah, they they thought they saw like trenches being dug, like from space, like from satellites. Like we thought we saw oh, trenches wow. being dug for like mass graves or something. Yeah, nothing to substantiate it, but just mm -hmm. yeah. I mean, so it's totally believable. So I'm gonna move on now to another little side of this. In 1922, the existing buildings were allegedly converted into an asylum which were still fairly new at the time, asylums were, uh, and this was to house the mentally ill, and later it was used as a nursing home or long-term care facility. As time went on, sinister stories about the treatment and experimentation on the patients filtered to the outside world. They really like turning, like, asylums and old hospitals into, like, old folks' homes and shit like that, don't they? Yep. Like... Uh, yeah. No, I, what I'm thinking right now is, like, this island... Is getting like every haunting stereotype yeah. you could yeah. possibly every say. Trope. Oh, there was a war here. There was like a bunch of disease and death here. Yeah, there it's was like, if like you're a, trying to make yeah. something haunted, they're like, all right, we need to do everything we can. This island needs to be haunted it, as fuck. It's like they put all their effort into just making this happen. Finally, they're like fucking old people. Yeah, <laughs> I fine, guess. get them on there, whatever. We just need every little bit we can get. They this is going to be such a tourist trap <laughs> that we don't let people go to. Yeah, we, they have a list. They're just checking it off as they yeah. go. Yep. This is one giant grand experiment over like <laughs> hundreds of years. So apparently there have uh, been a bunch of types of aggressive physical restraints like chains used mm -hmm. at this asylum, uh, drugging patients with barbiturates, mm. uh, insulin and electroshock therapy, even starvation and other mentions of physical and mental abuse. Oh, yeah. The early days of asylums were a lot worse off than they are now. And I mean, there's sure. even problems today. Still not pleasant. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, well, one of those uh, main problems you're probably referring to is uh, comes 13 years later when lobotomy was introduced. <sighs> this man needs a lobotomy. It was invented in Portugal, and it spread all across Europe very quickly. Um, also in the 1930s, during World War II, Nazis introduced the forced sterilization, sometimes extermination, of the mentally ill. Mm -hmm. And uh, although most of what I just said is true, Pavilia has no documentations of ever containing an asylum on its land and nothing of the sort except for a small psychiatric ward for healthcare amongst the elderly who's ever proven to be there. Sure. Yeah, and I mean, it could be one of those things where they just try to, like, write it off because, I, I mean, there are cases where places will be, like, very poor off and, like, people will, like, be tortured and just fucking treated horribly in a lot of places. They're like, you know, let's just... Forget or, that ever happened. Yeah, Clear try that to, yeah, try to erase that from history. Yeah, that, or then then you also have the element that you have in almost any of these where, like, somebody talked about the yeah. psychiatric facility and then word of mouth, it becomes telephone, something different, you know? Exactly. Yep. But, I mean, it could, it could very well be that because people yeah, people try to hide their their past when there's, like, horrific shit like that, too. Oh, so, yeah. I, I mean, yeah, who knows? Could be could definitely be go either way. But what does have documentation of an asylum in these reports is... San Servolo, which is an island just about three miles away from Pavilia, and that facility closed in 1978. So it's, uh, I would say, incredibly likely that perhaps Pavilia had adopted that story. Yeah, that, why yeah. they felt one island's better than the other, I don't know. So for as Lazaretto, Nuovissimo, it closed in 1968. Afterwards, the island was briefly used for agriculture and then completely abandoned and reclaimed by nature eventually. So we had this island who apparently all the way since, what was it, 400-something B.C., we had a population there. Uh, we had the, the war. We had Napoleon Bonaparte. We had the disease. We had, um, well, supposedly the asylum. Because on, on the other hand, I could see, just like you said, Josh, that they don't want to own up to it. Maybe the worst things imaginable imaginable happened at that island, and sure. they don't, of course, want to take credit for it. They're like, yep. oh, yeah, we don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Yeah. So not having documentation really doesn't mean too much, I would think. The further back you go, yeah. You, for something like this, yeah. 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 yeah, definitely. Especially a small, like a small island, you know, mm -hmm. like. 17 acres. Yeah. That's, that's as much land as my parents own. It's not that big. I mean, that's pretty big, but well, but not for an island, yeah, yeah, I get you. yeah. Especially when you consider all the shit that's happened there, too. Yeah, yeah. Since now the history lesson is over, I will uh, finish this up with some of the legends and rumors and tales and experiences that people have had. The spopki. So people, of course, have experienced the common. There's voices. There's footsteps. There's orbs breathing, and there's screams. And <laughs> well, if Ghost Adventures has been there, if Ghost Adventures has been there, there's definitely orbs. <laughs> yeah, we we know it's not a you, bug because you can tell by the way it flies from here over here to over here. It's not bugs, you, and it's not dust being kicked up from our fucking feet on this dusty ass island. God damn! <laughs> you know it's a ghost because of the way it is. Yeah, it is. If you just look at it. You know, it just is like you know, you know, you know what I mean. I'm sorry, they, they don't even get that far. They're just like, cuz, cuz, yeah. I'm sorry, I have such a thing Are against like these like ghost hunting groups that 
all they talk about it. All the orbs, all the orbs. I'm like, God, it's you're walking around a dusty ass building. It's literally nope, just dust. Nope, nope. It's like someone standing over there in a the corner, just shuffling their feet like this. Good, <laughs> right? Just hoping they fucking catch it on infrared or something it's, like that. Nope, it's fucking ridiculous. See, what actually annoyed me is while researching this this uh, topic and knowing that Ghost Adventures had gone there, I was like, I should see like you know what they found or how they went about it. So, of course, I found some articles, and I went to Reddit. The posts that I had seen in Reddit, yes, no matter what episode they were talking about, they always compared Ghost Adventures and Ghost Hunters. Yes. And they're always like, well, Ghost Hunters is cool and all, but sometimes they just don't find stuff. And then I stumbled upon Ghost Adventures, and and just the, the way they act out, the, the way they go about their show, that's just the entertainment I'm looking for. Uh, I'm like, and I'm just like, yeah, well, I'm I mean, hurt. Well, the thing is, <laughs> that's the entertainment. Ghost, like, like, yeah. That's the one of the reasons why I liked Ghost Hunters over Ghost Adventures is because they actually brought a lot more like science We say this every it. time. I know. I'll, I'll keep saying it, too. Yeah. And Ghost Advent, well, in Ghost Adventures, like they've had crew come out and say, like they've faked a lot of their shit. Sure. Well, you know, I mean, I mean, I, some they people all just do. like everybody. Like some people just like trash. I mean, kind of trashy TV, right? I mean, yeah, it is entertaining. And, you know, I know, so I know, it's we entertainment. Get on, I know, we get on Ghost Adventures a lot, but of course, so there's fun. plenty of shows out there. Dude, I watch, that do I watch, the same thing. I watch 90 Day Fiance. That's a trashy show. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, there's just kind of trashy, entertaining you just, TV. You just the, watch that to make fun of it. The best yeah, thing about Ghost what, Adventures is how exactly. they always like, you know, they're always like telling the ghosts, like, oh, you know, come on, come and hit me, blah blah come, blah. Come, come but on. as soon as their like arm gets grazed, they're like, oh my god, we gotta go. Yep, yep, yep. Dude, run. I don't know. This is the first episode of it uh, i was going to save it for the last little bit here but since we're talking about it uh this is where zach biggins gets possessed oh, supposedly. he gets possessed so often uh, apparently not often enough because this is what people keep reverting back to They're like oh, yeah, this is where he got possessed yeah. this is one of the best episodes give me a break <sighs> God, he, he was like he was hitting the wall and he's all leave me alone Oh Which I mean, God, have you not seen that? You should see it. I have no. seen that. Yeah, got it sounds it. it sounds super cringe, bro. Uh, he is. <laughs> was the season <laughs> I I don't know. I don't know. Season four. I do. I do think it was season four. He's though, the he's the definition of the guys that wear the affliction T-shirts. He does wear <laughs> affliction T-shirts. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, he's cringe. You, you he's know cringe, that bro. that makes sense. I mean, he used to wear those pants. I think that had like the crosses on the pockets and whatnot. <laughs> that oh. also makes sense. I know I he know. had a chin strap beard at one point. Oh. He had to. Let me let me just say this. He just um, listens to new metal. Hang, hanging out. <laughs> <laughs> um. So Dude, me I and fucking Cass- love Fred Durst. <laughs> me and Cassandra rolling, rolling, hung out rolling. with uh, Brittany and Taylor one night. And me and Taylor were playing video games. We kind of got bored, and they were crocheting. I don't know if they got bored or they were just whatever. But we decided to watch Ghost Adventures. But we decided to make a drinking game out of it. Mm-hmm. And we had one drink for when, like, they provoke somebody, two drinks if they get touched, three drinks if someone's possessed or something like that. But we had a whole bunch. There's a whole bunch in these yeah. tiers. And let me just say, after the first episode, Taylor's like, I can't do anymore. I can't do this. I can't do this <laughs> anymore. I can't. I can't fucking do anymore. Yeah. I'm not gonna lie. I think I was kind of feeling it. Yeah, I had to drink a lot. And of course, Cassandra and Brittany were drinking, but every time something happened, they were like, Ah, oh, provoke, provoke, drink, bitch. Uh, I had to refill so hilarious. much. That's so hilarious. much. Yep. There were also yeah. experience strange mists that would roam the grounds. Could be apparitions. Who knows? There were also strange lights, and they would even smell something burning, as if maybe it was humans. 
Well, and see, like that's that's like the phantom smells, especially being on an oh, island. Yeah. Yeah. That definitely kind of stands out a little bit more to me because I've especially how many acres you say seventeen? Seventeen, sir. Wherever you're at, you're gonna be able to like if there is a fire, you're gonna see it. So that does kind of stand out a little bit more to me than say the mist because mm-hmm. you're on an island. So, uh, thrill seekers and investigators have also reported being touched, pushed, and pulled. And uh, there have been certain investigators and psychics that have had such harrowing paranormal experiences that they say they will never return. Oh, like when Zach Toboggan got possessed. <laughs> kind of like when I go to Kroger and I'm like, I'm fucking never come back to this place. <laughs> uh, Even Clickless, man, I'm there for a half hour and they take 31 minutes. I'm like, fuck you. Never again. Going to save a lot. Save a lot. <laughs> Aldi. So, one actually very true yet very creepy fact that goes along with Pavilia uh-huh. is the fairly consistently human bones that will be found to have washed up on the shore of the island. Those huh. are supposed to be here. That's, you know, you, you get some bones. It's, it's all right. So, that could actually be due to the bones actually embedded into the soil on the island they described because that did happen at least on um, Sal Servano. Yeah. So... Soil from neighboring islands could have washed away and could have floated just down, drifted down to Pavilion. Who knows? Because there was actually a um, pretty strong earthquake that hit long, long time ago and kickstarted a process called subsidence, which is just the gradual caving in or sinking of an area of land. Mm, mm, mm. Mm, mm. Can I just say, like, Italy is missing an opportunity turning this place into like a huge tourist attraction. Well, I mean, you remember the uh, OSQ we did with the, oh, God, what was it? Dead Man's Island? or Oh, yeah, yeah. It's just littered with bones. I, I mean, imagine their tagline, come to Pavilion where the ghosts are going to feel you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm very proud of you. That was, that's very nice. I like that. You should write them a letter. You should, you should let them know. You should let dear, them Italy. Them. dear Italy. <laughs> dear Italy. Dear <laughs> Italy. I feel like you're missing out on a great opportunity here. An opportunity of a lifetime. But that that place is off limits, too. They won't let people go there. Yeah. <laughs> I like it. I really like that. So there is one main legend. Of the hidden temple? No. Oh. That surrounds Pavilia. Mm. So it tells of a particularly demented doctor who worked at the island's mental hospital in the early 20th century. Synchronicities. Melonheads. Ah! He conducted notorious experiments on his patients. For instance, he believed that lobotomies were a great way to treat and cure mental illness, so he performed lobotomies on numerous patients, usually against their will. See, if he filled their heads with water, then we could have mm, had melon heads. This could have been another episode yeah. of the melon heads. And, and on that island, there's plenty of water around. Lobotomies, yeah, effective. I don't know if it's ethical, but it's, Jeez. I mean, <laughs> I, I, you know, I'm sure it impacted you know. their behavior. Uh, yeah. I'm not saying it's ethical. Yeah. We're just going to give you a little. Tink. Hey, don't worry. You got a little ice pick. We're going to yeah. go in. We're going to. Tink, tink, tink. You know. You, the procedures you know I mean. were heinously wicked and painful, too. He used hammers, chisels, and drills with no anesthesia or concern for sanitation. Hell yeah. <laughs> Get the paper out. Deceased. <laughs> <laughs> Oops. <laughs> natural causes. I mean, the drill naturally went into his brain, so, I mean, it was natural causes. Naturally, he died. 
So he has no blood on his hands, no. so to speak. He just, just has this yeah, really say, just... elaborate pulley system with the drill on it, just <laughs> working it from like 23 <laughs> feet away. Like, uh, God damn, another one. Chalkboard behind him. There we go. <laughs> I'm going to get this eventually. <laughs> so he supposedly saved his darkest experiments for special patients, whom he took to the hospital's bell tower. Whatever he did in there, the screams from those being tortured could be heard all across the island. Everyone take a turn. Do it, Ben. Anyone else? Open the window. You at home. Your turn. <laughs> One, two, three. Bravo. Bravo. Very good. Very good. I'm glad. I hope everybody in traffic with you is looking at you very weird now. So karma eventually caught up with the doctor. According to the story, the doctor began to suffer his own mental torture and was pursued by the island's multitude of ghosts. Eventually, he lost his mind and climbed to the top of the bell tower and flung himself to his death below. God, it's like, it's like 13 ghosts. Yeah. There are varying accounts of his death, though. Some say he may have actually been pushed, either by an angry island spirit or by some of his furious patients. Supposedly, a nurse witnessed his fall claiming that he initially survived, but that a ghostly mist overcame his body and, and choked him to death. popped a cap in his ass off. <laughs> Sexually. So you're saying he fell off the tower, he's laying there like, oh, God, I made it, and somebody's coming up just... Maybe it was like a ghostly... I did say sexually. I'm glad you caught on. No one else fucking caught on. All I'm thinking is... They just mount him and just fuck him to death. They just choked his wang is all. Listen, all I'm saying is Red's looking pretty sus right now. He yeah, can't move, but the ghost just walks up. Just <laughs> Better? <laughs> no, the ghost takes out a paper. Deceased. <laughs> but what if? What if that? But what if that mist? The mist. What if it was like, like the film, like the movie? Ben, are you also a bodyguard? Can you escort him out of here? <laughs> All right, yeah, it's time to leave. All right. No, but what if that mist was like, like referring back to the the fires, the the, the human plague pits? Ooh, ooh. Ghost smoke. Smoke. Oh. Okay. He really thought I was going somewhere. I could see it in his eyes. I know. I really thought this was going to come around. Then I'm like, oh, all right. Hey, man, world's we're, a crazy place. We're just, we're just now say, or never. We're, we're just, doesn't matter. We're just saying shit now. That's 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 what shit, I learned. Shit, we're shit, just going to say yep. shit, shit, shit. Do you guys know mm. that clouds in the sky are ice bushes? <laughs> ice bushes. <laughs> and God's up there mowing them down. That's what hail is. That's what hail is, exactly. <laughs> Quit. Let me at least move my car in the garage. <laughs> And even then, some elaborate on the legend and claim that the doctor was seized, still alive, by some of his lobotomized patients and bricked up in the wall of his bell tower. Other versions say that patients placed him in the tower after he was dead. Years after Pavilia's island's mental hospital was shut down, a family decided to purchase the island, intending to build a private holiday home there. They arrived and got settled in on the first day, excited to begin their new adventure all, and uh, the very first night was filled with such horrors that within hours, the family fled. Was that authentic Itali Italian you just, you just spoke there? <laughs> yeah. I think so. That means I'm very joyous for this occasion. I think that's <laughs> a literal translation. Sure. <laughs> uh, and they reported that their daughter's face was nearly ripped off by an angry resident entity. Are there monkeys on this island by chance? <laughs> I couldn't tell you, Josh. Yeah. I've never been there. Maybe it was a ghost monkey. Yeah. 
Ghost, yeah, Ghost Monkey Smoke. Yeah, Ghost Monkey Smoke. <laughs> Ghost Monkey Smoke. <laughs> sounds like, that sounds like a good punk band. Ghost Monkey Smoke. That could be the name of the band with yeah. the Mongol, you know, the cover art. That's a metal, oh, yeah. That's a metal band, though. Yeah. What's that? So that sounds like a metal band, though, for what? that album. Ghost Monkey Smoke sounds like a punk band to me. Dude, band names don't mean shit. Yeah, you're right. It doesn't mean anything. Nothing means anything. This is Nihilism Hour. Welcome to Nihilism <laughs> Hour. <laughs> so that concludes... Yeah. I'm talking. That concludes... Hey, Matt. hey shut up! Ben? Thanks, thanks, <laughs> thanks, super producer. That concludes ben. my story. Yeah. Pavilia. That is the whole story of it. Very tragic history. Might be haunted. I don't know. Yeah. I've never been there. I'm not allowed to go there. Matt, I have an idea. How about we make this basement haunted and we'll start with Ben? <laughs> we, could, we could try it. So the last people that have like been on the island were the family? Ben the on the islands? Well, Ben, you've been on the <laughs> island. I'm so sorry. I'll I know here. that... Well, other than Ghost Adventures, obviously. Yeah. Well, yeah, I know... Um, I don't know. Someone had sold the island, whoever the island belonged to, whether it was just Venice, I don't sure. know, sold the island to somebody who had bought it. I think they mm. might still own it, uh, but I don't think anything's been done with it. Mm. I think it just sits there. and That also kind of makes sense with like why people aren't allowed to go there if it is privately owned by somebody. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, well, it's so kind of like Waverly Hills is privately owned, you know? I mean, yeah. they, they let people come there. They yeah, turn it into yeah. a thing, but I mean, it's privately owned. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I'm not t- uh, quite sure if uh, someone still owns it or not. But I know someone bought it afterwards for like seven hundred thousand. Wait, that's it? Like you buy an island for seven hundred thousand dollars? Well, I mean, that I is, guess if you have an that's island, honestly, that's honestly that, not that bad. No. Well, I mean, I guess if you have an island that's that tragic and in complete ruin, yeah. Well, I mean, that's why the family bought the uh, Amityville house yeah. <laughs> super cheap. I know that's what, the, that's what I'm saying. The fame murders. So the, the stories that just happened there. That's probably why. If you were given. Your own private island. Let's mm-hmm. say like in the Caribbean too, like super nice. Okay. Um, but it's like a bajillion percent haunted. Like in the only way you get to own the island is if you live there permanently. Would you uh would you do that? Yes. You would. In a heartbeat. You would. I'd live for that shit. Yep. Yeah. I mean like violent haunting too. I'm not talking like you know, you walk into the the, the Okay, what is what does the realtor paper paper say? It says this 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 shit is haunted, yo. That's what it says. I would I need more detail than that. I man. would do it. Well, I'm, I'm but just I saying would also make money off of it and turn it into a tourist trap. You're, you're not. You're, I'm you're like, not, what's it's the it's most not a haunting? Like, you're not gonna like walk into your kitchen and be like, "Oh, the dishwasher's open," even though I didn't open it. Like, it's not. It's 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 more like you know you'll get gonna be like the most common thing. Awake, screaming in your face, like okay. scratches on. You know, like, if I ask yeah, them like, like no, violence. what's the most common thing that happens here relating to ghosts? And they Anal. go, "Well, you get fucked Anal. with an ice pick." Yep. Then I might not go. Okay, Josh. Because I want to experience it. I don't want to just fucking die as soon as I'm you there. You want to experience the ice pick anal, yeah. Um, Josh, would you, how would you feel about that deal? Meanie. Well, it's kind of like you said. depends on like what... Well, I think we just clarified the, the level terms. level is... I think we just clarified the terms. Yeah. I don't would know. You, would I you mean, deal with that? Would you Would you put up with that nonsense? Yeah, fuck it. Yeah. Okay, wow. I, I like that. All right. I mean, if I, die, if I die by ghost... Eh. In one word. Then I get to one fight word him in the answer. afterlife. One word answer as loud as possible so people can hear you. Super producer Ben, would you would you take this deal? Yes or no? Oh, okay. Sure. <laughs> sure. Not, even, <laughs> not even a yes or no. Very, very committal. Okay, I like it. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's fascinating. It seems like a lot of stuff has happened on this island. You know what I mean? It just seems like it has, a lot right. of death, a lot of a lot of just almost every stereotypical kind of like haunting thing. Yeah, has occurred I, mean, on I this feel island. like a lot of these places that have seen battle, like battlefields or anything like that, they have, even if it's not like, like the game, like is the island just littered with the, that game? Oh my God. That's where they dispose of the copies they don't want. They're like, just put it in Pavilion, Italy. Yeah, it's like the fucking uh, the dumpster, the, or the 
dump site Trash. that had all the ET games. <laughs> <laughs> that, yeah, like, that I makes feel sense, like, though. Yeah, I feel like just Battlefield. I mean, like talking about like Gettysburg or anything mm-hmm. like that, like that have seen thousands of people die. They have an energy, and I personally believe that there's definitely something there. At Pavilia? Yeah. Or Gettysburg. Pavilion? Like both any like any like area that's seen like that mass amount of death. Now, do you think if say none of this actually took place on Pavilia, but it took place on Sal Cervono or uh, I forget the other islands they mentioned, um, but do you think perhaps they could have traveled to that island? Do you think that island would be haunted or maybe not? Like there's they talk about how like water can trap like spirits can travel along like water and stuff like that. And that's why like stream like places that have like streams that run underneath it they seem to be more active than a lot of places. So, I mean, it's possible. I mean, yeah, the place has a, a, a their own built canal. Yeah. I mean, it's separated in three different, like, pieces. So, may, very yeah. well, yeah. So, what about you, Brady? Would you, first of all. Yes, what? Would you live in the scenario you gave me? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, that's, like, right. that's like what I'm into, man. I mean, if they said that they would fuck you with an ice pick till you die, the minute you step on an island, would you, would you do that too? I'm going to die eventually. That's a good way to look at it. Yeah. And then I can be a ghost and haunt the island. And well, see, that's that. the thing. I'd, I'd have to ask them first. If they, if they could communicate, would be like, how do you become a ghost? You just die? Or are there like certain Rules. requirements yeah, I have to meet? Like, do, I, do I have to get like to the age well, 30 you get, you or get the what? Piece of, you got to get the piece of paper that says deceased that the uh, the plague doctor checks off. You got to make sure. <laughs> They're like, if you like pineapple on pizza, you're good. So fuck you and fuck you. Mm-hmm. Ben, I don't know about you. Motherfucker. This guy is so committal. Hey, sure has more letters of yes than no, so it, it works out. Do you like that? Yeah, that's a sure. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Thanks. <laughs> so yeah, you would you would live on that oh, absolutely. in that house or yeah. wherever. That's like those RP. pictures you see on yeah. Facebook. It's like, would you live in this mansion if you had to smack your mom? I'm like, fuck yeah, I'd smack the fuck oh, out yeah. of her. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. No, I've seen those where it's like if you'd have to like beat the hell out of your out of your grandma for seven billion dollars, it'd be like well, well, Sorry, Grandma. Off, yeah, I mean, like, yeah, I don't really have any grandparents left. But that being said, if I did, yeah, I'd, I'd, yeah, yeah, there <laughs> yeah. you go, there you go, yeah. Ben, ben, Ben's doing some grave robbing, I think. So, oh no, 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 Come he's, here, he's making the grave for yeah, his making grandmother. Making the grave for her, yeah, yeah. No, I agree. Yep. Yeah, so I'm, I'm not quite sure what to say about Pavilia. Yeah, it's I, definitely I, interesting. I think if all of this actually went down. Um, well, it sounds like a lot of it legitimately did. I think the only question is just did, was the asylum the, there, right? The, Isn't that yeah, the only question? Basically, yeah. basically, yeah, the asylums. Or that's asylum. just a cherry. That's just the cherry on top, man. I mean, yeah, and that's uh, yeah. I mean, like let alone it's seen me. a lot of history, huh? I said like with like regarding confirmed, the asylum, yeah, like it's history. seen a lot of history. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I mean, obviously, I don't know if like soldiers had died there, but I would assume. That some probably sure. did traverse there and, and, and there was a battle. Perish. If there was a battle there, more yeah. likely not somebody died. Yeah. But uh yeah, I would say something definitely happened and I bet the place has some activity for sure. Yeah. I mean Ghost Adventure says it does. So. Oh yeah, you know, they're infallible. <laughs> Dude, they're on like twenty three seasons. They're doing something right. Oh yeah. I mean, they're entertaining. Um Travel Channel. They, yeah. re- they realized like ten years ago that this is all people care about. That's all our shows are. Yeah. Bigfoot, Ghost. God, there's like Ten different ghost shows. Kind of like the History Channel when they had all the reality shows, right? Yep. Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you know, as far as the conclusion to this, I mean, I uh, if there was anywhere in the world that could possibly be haunted, mm-hmm. sure, I'd say this is probably one of those places where it could be entirely possible. If if that if that's a thing that truly can happen, then yeah, I yeah. mean, why not? Why not here? It sounds like somewhere that you know, there's a lot of 
just a lot of history, a lot of things, a lot of death, a lot of you know tragedy, tragic loss of human life. So, you know, it makes you it makes you wonder. It makes you it really does. Sure, surely it could be if you know if that is a thing that can happen. So, hopefully, uh, none of you out there got bored with the history lesson. But that's better just, not have. I thought that was thought that was good stuff. That's just uh, the steps you have to take, just so you guys are aware of the entire legend. Yep. And, and what has uh, came out of it. Yeah, I mean, it's. I feel like it's a lot more meaningful, like, very it, meaningful, well, right? And that, and it's a lot more interesting to know about like why places are haunted. Like I said at the beginning. Like, yeah, in in a weird way, it almost gives you like more of like an appreciation for it. Like, yeah, like well, knowing it. And you know, if that's what you want. I mean, yeah, we could just turn on the episode and be like, "There's a spooky ghost." Yeah, I mean, like, and then Cole's. Thanks for tuning in for ten minutes. Yeah, yeah, like literally, it would have been like, "Oh yeah, this place. They've heard footsteps." Uh, I'll family there their daughter almost got their face ripped off all right bye cool see you i mean there's not much to go off of of ghosts yeah really i mean there's a couple instances like um i think the black monk of pontrefact i think one is ruled notorious ghost for what he does over the course of a week or so sure um but i mean 99 percent of ghost stories man you just hear the same stuff it's just just, you hear footsteps you see screams oh i saw a lady in white yeah there's never really a a a story the story is not the story is not paranormal the story is very just historical. Yeah, yeah. There are a few. There are a few uh, good ones out there, like you were saying. Yeah, yeah. Like I think uh, I think Bell Witch is another, and we'll yeah. have to do that at some point. Bell Witch is a really cool one. So, I think that would be it for this episode. So yeah, yeah you out there, uh, if you like what you're hearing, whether it's your first time or I don't know what the 25th now 25th, episode, 26th actual episode. Who knows? Pop your cherries. <laughs> Follow us. Go to the Facebook group. I mean, we hit just, us up in the yeah. email. Let us know what's going on. The, the spooky stuff that you've encountered. Leave us a review. Subscribe. Yes, please leave us reviews. It really helps the podcast get up to more people. More Give people. More people. More, people. The more people subscribe, the more it will come up in search results, which means you'll get to share our lovely voices yeah. with the masses. Yeah, yes. nice way to put that. So, you know, I, I, yep, definitely. I, I feel good about what we've done here. I think I'm going to go get some uh, Spagooter and Mert Balls. And uh, yeah, that sounds pretty good. I'll get right? some pizza. Some pizza. Some pizza. 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 Some pizza. Some pizza. Some pizza. Some pizza. Some rigatoni. Peen. Cool. Thanks for tuning in, everybody. Goodbye. All right. Bye. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. You guys are fine. Ben, say bye. Hey everyone, we here at the Farthest Reaches want to say thank you, because you, the listeners, make all of this possible. Please share our podcast with your friends, your family, or total strangers. You can find and connect with us on Facebook at the Farthest Reaches Podcast, Instagram at the Farthest Reaches, or Twitter at TFR Pod Official. There, we will be posting all sorts of strange stuff and updates for upcoming episodes and whatever else we get ourselves into. If you would like to share a personal story by chance, then you can reach us at our email, thefarthestreachespodcast at gmail. We would love to hear from you, and maybe we will even tell your story to the world. In the meantime, though, explore the elusive. Seek the knowledge of the obscure, and together we can translate this strange language of reality into something that we can understand. With that said, thanks for tuning in.